Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. I want to talk to you in this podcast about what is happening in Iraq, and I'm afraid I do not have good news, especially for those of my listeners who are Christians. Uh, like me, we are seeing horrible things happen. For those of you who are uh, my Muslim listeners, um, I grieve for what's taking place in Iraq uh, because of the Muslim deaths, which horribly outnumber the Christian deaths happening in that part of the world. If you've been following the news, you know that there's an organization by the name of ISIS. Uh, Its letters stand for the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. It first arose in Syria and committed unbelievable atrocities in the chaos of that country. And now it has arisen in Iraq. Um, I need to say, though, that, uh, of course, you know that I'm an advocate for the Kurds. And so uh, there's a difference between northern and southern Iraq. Uh, In the northern part of Iraq, the Kurds are overseeing uh, and building a largely peaceful, Western-oriented, pro-democratic, even pro-Israel society that is one of the great economic miracles in the world right now. So what I'm speaking of largely is in the south of Iraq. Because of the weakness of the uh, government there, because of the corruption of the government there under Nuri al-Maliki, who is a Shia uh, Muslim, there has been uh, just a horrible uh, incompetence. Uh, the military in the South is uh, uh, laughingly incompetent. Uh, the main military force of any strength in Iraq has been the Peshmerga, uh, which are the military troops of the Kurds in the North. But in the South, it's been ab- abominable. And since Nouri al-Maliki, the prime minister of Iraq, is a Shia, uh, this has inflamed ISIS, which is Sunni. I hope that you know the different branches of Islam, the different families within Islam. Uh, But Sunni and Shiite are two different uh, branches of Islam, the Shia being more mystical, um, as some would say more radical. I'm not sure that's true in the Sunnis. Um, traditionally believing more in the rule of the uh, community, the rule of the elders within Islam, and there are some doctrinal distinctives. But um, but in this case, the radicals, the, the ISIS forces, are very much Sunni, and they despise the Shi'i, uh, Shiites uh, of southern Iraq, and they especially despised um, the Shiites that are now in government because of the Nouri al-Maliki, the prime minister, being a Shiite. So they have in, essentially invaded southern Iraq. Um, they have uh, murdered now in huge numbers uh, Shiite Muslims. They have rounded them up in towns very much like what you see in the movies of the Nazis doing rounding up Jews. Um, they pull into the squares. They get on their loudspeakers, they order the Shiites into the streets, they take the men off and uh, kill them and put them in mass graves, something that Iraq is not exactly foreign to. Um, and then they you know, mistreat the children and especially the women. Um, it is as astonishing what has happened. And uh, just this past week, uh, you were able to see on the, your evening news um, the unbelievable slaughter of Shiite Muslims by... ISIS forces. Uh, what many people are not talking about, though, are the, uh, the is the loss of Christian forces. I've uh, been covering this a lot in my social media. You can follow me at, at Mansfield Rights, and uh, you'll you'll see that I I actually show a picture 
of a symbol that is appearing on the on Christian homes, uh, particularly in a border town called Mosul. Uh, this is ancient Nineveh, by the way. The modern name for Nineveh, ancient Nineveh is Mosul, M-O-S-U-L. I assume you've heard that in the press over the last years as the wars have been going on. And you'll see a little symbol on the front of the Christian homes in Mosul that looks something like the power symbol uh, on maybe one of your electronic devices, sort of a a three-quarter circle, and then in the open space in the circle, there's a little, what looks like a dot or a short line. Um, This is an Arab symbol for Nazarene, and it's a way that uh, the ISIS forces are marking the Christian houses. Um, They have told the Christians to get out of their country. They told the Christians to get out of their land when, of course, Christians were in um, the land that is now Iraq and much of the Middle East long before Islam. Islam didn't come along, of course, until the 6th century AD, Christianity born in the 1st century AD. So this is some bad historiography on the part of the uh, the ISIS forces. But of course, it has nothing to do with history. It has to do with just the sheer hatred of the Christians. So ISIS has basically driven the Christians out of the southern part of Iraq, um, and especially Mosul, by marking their homes and threatening them with death. They haven't been as patient with the Shiites, whom they've just rounded up and killed by the thousands. But here's the story that's not being told. In the town of Mosul, again, ancient Nineveh, um, There are now uh, no Christian organizations, and at one time, there were 45 Christians and Christian institutions in Mosul. All have been occupied or destroyed by ISIS. I want to read to you just a few of the names so that you know that this is actual real flesh and blood people. It's nuns and priests and ministers and evangelicals and Presbyterians and people who have been there for uh, centuries. Um, it, It is an absolute devastation of Christian presence in Iraq as it was intended to be. And it's a devastation that did not occur during during the recent two wars. Uh, But the Syrian Catholic diocese is completely gone in Mosul. The old Church of the Immaculate, the new Church of the Immaculate. I'm not going to read them all, but I want you to hear some of the names. The Church of Mar, the Museum of Mar, Church of Our Lady of the Annunciation, Church of the Virgin of Fatima, Our Lady of Deliverance Chapel. It just goes on and on. Uh, that, by the way, was by the, uh, the way, are the names of Syriac Catholic churches, um, Syriac Orthodox uh, churches. The Syrian Orthodox Archdiocese is completely closed. The Antiquarian Church of uh, Saint Odini um, is completely gone. Church of the Immaculate gone. Uh, uh, Roman Catholic and Assyrian Catholic churches gone. Church of the Virgin Mary gone. Uh, the Chaldean Diocese is gone. The Monastery of St. George is gone, along with the cemetery. It goes on and on and on. The Evangelical Presbyterian Church is gone. A Baptist organization is gone. Um, and then, of course, there's the Latin Church uh, that's gone. Convent of the Dominican Sisters. Convent of the Dominican Sisters uh, in another district. Um, it goes on and on. I could name them all. But ISIS has gone into Mosul, the ancient city of Nineveh, and stripped it of a Christian presence that has been there for centuries. And interestingly, many of these Christians who are fleeing are fleeing into the north, where the 90% Muslim Kurds welcome the Christians. In fact, Masoud Barzani, the current president of the Kurdish region, actually received an award from the Pope as a thank you for housing Christians, welcoming them, taking in Christian refugees. So I know I continue to advocate for the, for the Kurds, but they have become a haven uh, for the Christians, and um, the world recognizes it and is grateful 
because the Christians have been virtually driven out of Iraq. I could be sarcastic and say this is the thanks America gets for uh, attempting to topple a tyrant and attempting to help rebuild a country, and America certainly did it clumsily. Um, But as a result of the leadership vacuum in the South and the corruption, uh, ISIS is attempting to drive the Shiites from Iraq, and they are killing them. You know, I want to say that uh, throughout our recent history, whenever there have been horrible slaughters in the world, Africa or the Middle East or uh, South American country, we've been very, very slow to ever recognize it or accept it in the West. It takes sometimes years for the West to say, well, you know what, that really, that really did happen. That really was true. I want you to hear me. Shiites are being slaughtered by the hundreds in Iraq right now. People are being lined up like the Jews were during World War II and machine gunned. Bodies are being buried, some of which are not dead. Others have got bullets in the back of the head, the standard way of execution. And because we live in a media age, you can go on YouTube right now and watch this happen. I don't recommend it unless you have a very tough nature, but um, I'll go watch those things because I feel like it's my way of honoring the dead. Uh, and I have seen far more of that than I than I ever hoped to. I want you to understand that there's something horrible happening in Iraq. It's worse than either of the wars, um, and it's worse than anything that has happened in that region in a long, long time. And uh, I'm not one to be to quickly advocate uh, uh, outside involvement. Uh, And I realize that the Western world is weary of trying to liberate countries in the Middle East and help rebuild countries and restrain the extremes of Islam. But there's a war of brothers going on in Iraq. Shiites are being murdered by the thousands. Christians have been driven out. Uh, Christians, for the most part, I should say, by the way, have been upper class, so they had the resources to leave. Um, Those who stayed to the bitter end were the lower class Christians who didn't have the same resources. I don't mean class as in their uh, their personal style, but I just mean socioeconomic level. And um, then, of course, the uh, Shiites, who are too numerous to leave uh, entirely, are are simply being murdered. If ISIS has its way, it will utterly uh, decimate a Shiite community of hundreds of thousands in Iraq. There are horrible things happening in an ancient Christian land, and the world has to take note. And at the very least, those of you who listen to me and who pray, please pray both for the Christians of Iraq who are uh, having to flee and are largely up in the northern areas of what I call Kurdistan, But I also pray for the human beings who call themselves Shiites in Iraq who are being decimated. And I pray also for courage for the non-radical, non-ISIS Sunnis, many of whom are horrified by this and now need to know how they can make a difference. We as people of compassion, people who care about the state of the world, and I'm not speaking just to Christians, I'm speaking to all who listen to me, need to be people who care, need to be urging our Congress people and our senators to uh, make a difference, and need to be praying for the unbelievable bloodshed that is taking place right now in Iraq. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author and popular speaker who coaches and advises leaders worldwide. To learn more about Stephen, log on to stephenmansfield.tv. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell 
who also wrote and performed the Rockin' Podcast theme song. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production. Chartwell is ingeniously led by Beverly Darnell Mansfield. As a result, all rights are reserved. For more information, contact us through stephenmansfield.tv.